0: Call is being recorded. daddy what's up? Not much. So uh, how are you how are you doing?
1: You know, I mean, I'm about as good as I can be right now. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm not gonna complain too too much.
0: Okay. Okay. So Patriot, I, uh, Patriots,
1: must- Patriots are finally uh. At 500, and the Bruins are doing real good. And
0: Very nice. Yeah. You went to that. You went to that bees game the other day.
1: I did. I went to the home opener at TD Garden. Uh, probably one of the most incredible sporting moments that I've been to, and I would say the second best seats I've ever had in any Boston sports arena. Period. Very nice. Uh, Very nice. For for those wondering, my the best seats I've ever had at any game. Um, I went to a Patriots game that my grandmother got me tickets for for okay. my birthday. I took an ex girl my ex girlfriend at the time, or I should say my girlfriend at the time, and we were seat one and seat two, just behind the second tier glass at Gillette Stadium. Damn. Um, I think in total we were about 50 feet from the south end zone. Okay. I went to Gillette once.
0: We were up in the nosebleeds, though.
1: Yeah, we were high enough up to see the entire field with no issue. And I saw two Aaron Hernandez touchdowns that day.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It was a good time. Aaron Hernandez, deep cut.
1: Aaron Hernandez, he killed a guy, he killed some people.
0: He had some people killed, let's be fair. (laughs) You watched that documentary about Aaron Hernandez? Can't remember the name of it. It was good, it was a really well-made documentary.
1: No, as bad as I wish I, I had an Aaron Hernandez jersey, as bad as I wish that I did have one cuz they're worth big bucks now.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: Um I did not care that much.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Once uh, once we found out he was a piece of shit, I refused to give any more of yeah. my time to him or his family. True. True.
0: So uh Monday, I watched a little film called Clerks 3. Oh, yeah? It's not available to rent yet. I bought it on Amazon, which I'm usually against. I don't like buying movies digitally. But yeah. I really wanted to watch it. It was only 15 bucks, So I watched Clerks 3 on Monday. Let me tell you, this may be Kevin Smith's best movie.
1: That's high praise from you.
0: So much heart in this movie. It's such a... I was... I don't want to... Like, it's weird to think that you need to avoid spoilers for a Kevin Smith movie.
1: Yeah.
0: But, like, all I'll tell you is that at the end, he had me crying like a baby. Like, I was in actual tears at the end of this movie. Yeah. It was very, very, very good. Literally, like, every random incidental person from the first Clerks movie is back for this one. Like, every extra, every bit part, everybody's back. Jay and Silent Bob were used really well. They weren't, like, they weren't overdone. It wasn't too, like, goofy. Like, they're Jay and Silent Bob, so they're gonna be goofy. But, like, it wasn't crazy over the top. and it was just like when I say it just like his whole heart went into this movie. it was so fucking
1: well good I can't wait to see it
0: yeah and as a trilogy like I watched all of his movies in like the week and a half leading up to watching Clerks 3 as a trilogy the Clerks movies work just like so well to just check in on these guys every 10 years or 10 to 15 years, I guess. The last one, I don't know. Last one came out 16 years ago, so. Mm. Which was 12 years after the first one. But just about 30 years it's been since that first movie came out. His mom was in it, Ben Affleck was in it, briefly, but he was in it. Chill. Yeah,
1: I love it when Ben Affleck makes random appearances.
0: I really well, like him. He had a... watch Did you ever end up watching James on the Bob reboot? No. Michael? Uh-oh. Have I got you. Do you hear me?
1: Now you do. Yep.
0: Okay. I didn't do anything. I don't know what happened. But so the plot of Jane, Simon, Bob Strike Back—they go to Hollywood to stop um, the Blunt Men and Chronic movie from being made because they're not being paid for it. They're trying to well, shut down I know, production.
1: Yeah, I know Jane, Simon, Bob. Is it was that what it was called—the reboot? Because I've seen that movie.
0: So, James Allen and Bob Reboot, they're going to Hollywood to stop the reboot of Blunt Man and Chronic
1: okay. from being
0: made, because they're not being paid. But they go to they go to ChronicCon, which is basically, it's Comic-Con, but it's all about Bluntman Man and Chronic. And uh, Ben Affleck's there, because he plays Holden McNeil, who's the creator of Blunt Man and Chronic. It uh Bob Reboot was a funny movie. It was okay. not even close. I I would put it on as far as quality goes. Now Mallrats is my favorite Kevin Smith movie, but it is far from his best. Yeah. in, in terms of quality it's it's with Mallrats. Oh,
1: I I liked Mallrats, so Yeah. You mean like in the back seat of a Volkswagen?
0: <laughs> The running joke in this one, they keep telling people they're going to Hollywood, and, and they'll say, Hollywood, Florida? They'll get no, Hollywood, California, and everybody just, like, scoffs at that. Nice. hmm Though, Janson and Bob Reboot may have Kevin Smith's, like, career best performance. There's a scene where he's yelling at the KKK. It's a hell of a movie.
1: Uh, his watch,
0: daughter's in it, she she plays, uh, she, his daughter Harley, she plays, um, Jay's daughter. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those good movie.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to watch those. Those are gonna have to be on my list.
0: I'm sure, Jansel and Bob Reboot, I bet you can find free somewhere. I have the Blu-ray, but I bet you can find it free somewhere. Uh... Clerks 3 comes out on Blu-ray in December, so it'll probably be available to rent in December. Okay. But yeah, I've been, every day since I watched it, I've been thinking about it. Like, it just keeps running through my mind, this movie.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you liked it.
0: So you got yourself caught up on Andor? You not mean this week's. Ep- I haven't Stop. watched. I haven't watched this week's episode, but up to I, episode six.
1: I think I have watched them all.
0: So you saw? I on, haven't watched me, this week's episode yet.
1: Let me check Disney Plus. When did this week's episode come out? Yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, oh, I have not watched that yet.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, going to watch it Saturday morning.
1: But so I good. Did it's watch, such a great show. I did watch episode 6. Yeah. Because this week's episode will be episode 7. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're
0: halfway through the season.
1: So, like, I, like you said, if it weren't for the three episodes being released together I probably I mean don't get me wrong I'm going to watch it I'm going to watch it but I would have fallen off a little bit um however the way they kind of pull it back is really really good
0: yeah like it heats up it it appears to me that like every three episodes they're going to tell one story yeah Basically. Like I'm not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and and say spoiler, spoiler alert for shit, because mm-hmm. if you're a fan of our show and you do listen,
0: you probably watched um, it.
1: You you probably already seen it, especially mm-hmm. by the time we release these, So
0: yeah, uh, I mean, so I'll put me. I'll put a note in the description of the episode, but yeah,
1: but um, heist. Star Wars has to be my favorite Star Wars so
0: far. My heart was pounding through that heist.
1: Yeah, especially through the escape. Yeah. Like, let's just talk about how close they cut that and how absolutely stunning and visual the whole thing was. Yeah. Like, it's really, really cool to see these like abstract events that happen in the in the Star Wars universe mhm like just the just like this random this random like tribes people on this random planet mm-hmm. that has this really incredible almost like borealis thing that goes on and it, mm-hmm. and it is it's like a curtain being pulled across the eye, and it was absolutely
0: beautiful. It was. The eye.
1: Very, very, very well done. Still probably not my favorite Star Wars, probably not the best Star it's, Wars we've ever gotten, but it's damn good.
0: I'll have to reassess after the after the season, but, like, it's up there for me. It's, like, it's it's got me. Like it's got its call. Oh, I'm going to I'm
1: like, going to say it's up there for sure. It's still not like my all-time favorite, Star Wars. I yeah. mean, uh, everybody knows The Empire Strikes Back holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah. Um,
0: but it's like it's on par with Rogue One. You know.
1: I would say without a doubt it's on par with Rogue One and uh I would still put it Behind Kenobi and behind episode 7 for me. Mm. And probably behind The Mandalorian as well.
0: I I don't know. I would definitely put it ahead of Kenobi. Don't get me wrong, I loved Kenobi. But there was... Kenobi would have been better as a movie. A single film. Whereas with Andor, like, it's real slow and it's real quiet. But not in a, like, stretching it for screen time way. Not We're not, like, trying to make more episodes they've got a story to tell and they're taking their time with it. Yeah. But Obi-Wan, it felt padded. It felt like there was stuff in there that didn't need to be in there.
1: Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I really I feel the same it.
0: way about I feel the same way. I did too. I really enjoyed Obi-Wan. I feel the same way about, about Boba Fett would have been a movie.
1: Yeah, and I think they should have left all the Mandalorian bits. Like, even yeah. if it did cross over, it should have been in Mandalorian, not Boba Fett. Yeah. And I 100% agree with you that Boba Fett would have been a long movie, but a very, yeah. very good one. Maybe even yeah. two movies.
0: Yeah, like, have, have him escape the Sarlacc pit, do that whole story, and then the, the like, present day stuff.
1: Yeah, like getting I would say like yeah, the whole past in the first episode and then like you said, then all the crime boss stuff. Yeah. Which was cool. Again, don't get me wrong, Gangster Star Wars is right up there. Like I think Yeah, no, it's great.
0: Good, that's a good idea too. Gangsters. Gangsters are an important part of Star Wars.
1: Yep. Yep, right up there. Fantastic. Yeah. And I really wish that they would give solo the like credit it deserves
0: yeah there are murmurs it it sounds like there's a chance we'll get at least one more solo movie on uh, Disney Plus exclusive
1: well I think we should I mean I'm not trying to <clears throat> I'm not trying to beg and plead with the Star Wars universe but yeah. because you know like I said any Star Wars they give me I'm going to happily lap up but
0: yeah. give me that Star Wars <laughs>
1: But, like, Solo, I think, it, it it would have to tell a completely different story. Like, we got the castle run, we got all that cool stuff, we got the neat story out of it. But, yeah. how about the story of how he got in trouble with Java? How about why he needed all the money to take Han and, or not Han, I'm sorry, take Obi-Wan and Luke out in the middle of space, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. To yeah. take
1: such a huge risk and then become part of the greater story.
0: Like, they set up at the end, he was definitely, like, going off to meet Jabba. Because, like, the the impression I get is that he was working for Jabba for a very long time.
1: Like, that's the other thing, too. The other thing that I would love, it doesn't have to be a movie. Give me a six-part miniseries.
0: Yeah. Do that. Give me
1: one of those. Just, like, some random, cool smuggler stuff that... Bleeds into the trouble with Java and how we get to episode four and Han Solo in the canteen.
0: Yeah, we're supposed to be getting that Lando event series too, which they've hardly talked about since they since they announced it.
1: And I hope uh, Kathleen Kennedy. That.
0: Kathleen Kennedy said recently that um, Lando, they're just waiting for Donald Glover to get free.
1: Yeah, and like, he just wrapped you know his what? series. All I want, and I know I'm not going to get it because you know Disney. But yeah, all I really want for news on this because I would love to be completely surprised. Yeah. And all I really want out of it is casting. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bring back Don't Aaron! Right? He, he got. He got. He was treated unfairly. He did a fine job. Yeah. It's like nobody's gonna be Harrison Ford, but Aaron Reich, he, he talked like Han Solo, and he smiled like Han Solo, and he walked like Han Solo, it was great. Without doing an impression, he inhabited this character, and it was, he did such a great job.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying.
0: But, uh, in Andor, there's a character, uh, you know the character Skeen? He's the guy that spoiler alert. He's the guy that Andor kills right after yep. the heist. That uh, actor, his name is Evan Moss Backrack. He is from Amherst, Massachusetts. His uh, his parents run a music school in Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. And he is also well known for doing an incredible job on a little TV series called The Bear. On Hulu. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I was excited for that, because I keep talking about The Bear, and I need everybody to watch The Bear. Have you watched The Bear yet? No. Such a good show.
1: Like I said, I'll take your word for it. It's not exactly my style of television show.
0: Um... I had something else. I really loved uh the way that they're handling Mon Mothma. I really love her character. I love the I love the uh how she's actually a character now. Like they've given her depth.
1: I I just absolutely love just how defiant she is.
0: Yeah. Like she's a bad bitch.
1: Like no matter what, I'm gonna do this my way and if you don't like it, tough.
0: Yeah. That like scene the in the Senate? Just... Yeah. I love seeing she just the Senate again. Into her husband. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But I loved I loved seeing the Senate again.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: And it's like empty.
1: Yeah, because the Senate is currently being disbanded.
0: It's cool that they're that they're spending so much time on Coruscant. Instead of they just keep they just keep dragging us back to Tatooine.
1: Yeah, I mean, well. <laughs> <laughs> Tatooine is central to the entire Star Wars saga, the entire yeah. thing.
0: It's like I actually don't get why like Rey wasn't on Tatooine. True. They just wanted those scenes with, like, the the battle wreckage, I guess. But, like, you could have just said there was a battle on Tatooine. Who the fuck would have known? Like, it's Star Wars. Make something up. True. Uh, I picked up, it just came out. Uh, Nintendo Switch and PC exclusive Return to Monkey Island Came out a couple of weeks ago Okay So I grabbed it, it is a lot of fun The, uh, The artwork is Very different from the rest of the series But like You get used to it real quick It works really well But like the writing, everything about playing this game Feels like playing an old Monkey Island game And it's great
1: Excellent
0: so the original creator um, of Monkey Island, Ron Gilbert, mm-hmm. he left the series after the second game. He left Lucas LucasArts after Monkey Island 2, and he came back to this one. Yeah. And basically, what this one is is Monkey Island 3. There were three more games after he left the series, but he decided wipe those out. This is Monkey Island 3.
1: Well, yeah, and you can I mean, really,
0: you can, you can feel his presence in it. Like, it it really feels like the old game. <sighs> You've been playing any fun games?
1: Um, not really, no. I've been playing, been playing a lot of Magic. Yeah, that's that's what the hobby has turned into. Is like when I can play just
0: like I do. your whole time. Okay, um, it's just it's just what you do.
1: I've also uh, I told you about those Warhammer decks that were coming out. I did get those.
0: Nice. I think you told me that. Yeah.
1: And uh, played some games with them. Really, really enjoy them. Uh, finished finished another deck build that I was working on it was just like heavy upgrades to a, pre, to a pre-constructed commander deck like heavy, heavy upgrades okay and uh I, play, I played it the very first time I ever even took it out of the box and I I won on like turn 5 mm-hmm. and I said out loud to the table, boy I'm real sorry about this yeah <laughs> <laughs> And everybody's looking at me like I'm saying that like I'm some kind of asshole, and I like look back at them. I go, no, no, I'm actually being serious. Yeah, yeah. Th- this this wasn't supposed to work. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> this was this was me buying collector pieces and stuffing them in a deck. And if it didn't work, I was just going to take the deck apart and keep the high end shit. Yeah. But uh, oops. You rocked him. rocked him. I did not mean to. I apologized <laughs> immediately. <laughs> but uh, I did beat the ever-living tar out of that table.
0: I saw another one advertised, I think it was on Facebook today. Brotherhood? Brothers something?
1: Brothers War. The next It's the, next, bro- game. It's the okay. next... It's the next release. And there's some cool stuff in there. That's where those Transformers cards are.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is there, like, Uh, a story?
1: No, they're just bringing in outside universes. Okay. Like, there's already been a Transformers card game. Uh, Yeah. It didn't go anywhere. I do have, like, a set of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I got it for free um, when I I went to PAX East in, like, 2019.
0: Okay. That was, I believe, the last PAX. Yeah, that was the last (laughs) one
1: before the pandemic.
0: They're back up Uh, and running now. The PAX Australia was just a few weeks ago.
1: Nice. But we got... uh, Me and the guy I live with, we got exhibitor passes, which means we get swag bags. So they handed us this swag bag that had three very expensive magic boosters in them. Yeah. uh, That card game, a water bottle with, like, Bluetooth headphones, um, was actually, like, a really nice gift bag.
0: Yeah, those swag bags at events like that are usually pretty, pretty sweet.
1: And, like, I ended up pulling a $75 card out of one of those Magic packs. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, well, that's just icing on the cake, hell yeah. And I still have that card in my binder.
0: Wait. So these, the, these I, new cards come out and they're just like immediately worth money, or did you some look are some at are. Cards that had been out for a while.
1: This was a card that like it was a I it was a reprint yeah it was a, it was a reprint that everyone was just very highly sought after. Um, okay. She was she was uh Liliana of the Veil. Uh, it was a huge standard card when it first came out, and then it saw all kinds of play all over the place. So. Okay. Well, you can kind of tell when... You, they preview the sets now. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've done it for a long time. I don't want to say they preview them now. But they preview whole sets, like, about a week before they come out. Yeah. And you can kind of skim through uh, <clears throat> what... You can skim through the cards and kind of pick out the ones that everyone's going to be looking for. But that mm-hmm. also doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be expensive. Yeah. Like, um, there's a card, the Meat Hook Massacre, it just got banned um, in, I want to say, Standard. I'm not 100% sure if it got banned in anything else, but I'll double check anyway, it doesn't matter. But when it first came out, um, I was cracking packs at the shop, and I put it aside, and the guy at the store because it hadn't really had time to work its way into the meta quote unquote yet. Yeah. Um I bought it for a dollar and it was huh. almost almost overnight it was a $50 card. Damn. And then an recently right before it got banned was $75. Oh wow. And this is this is this is a card that is a, a staple card in certain decks. So like that's why and I the, don't play standard anymore.
0: The fact and that it's, it's banned because, has it gotten more expensive, or do you, would it would it no? It's it's, it's definitely
1: come down. Um, okay. I have not looked at it recently. <clears throat> I would assume it's not. Oh, well, it's holding steady like forty five bucks. Oh, that's
0: not bad. Probably because
1: it sees a ton of fucking probably because it sees a ton of commander play. That's why.
0: Yeah. What's the most expensive oh, card you've ever bought?
1: Oh, that's a rude question to ask somebody.
0: I'm all about rude questions. The the people need to know. <laughs> like I bought. Like, sought out look, and paid, like, collector prices for.
1: Sought out. All right, fine. Sought out. Um. I bought a uh, Japanese alt art. Uh, excuse me, uh, demonic tutor. Okay. That uh, a foil etched, I should say. Anyone who plays MTG and listens to this will know what that means. Um, I highly doubt. I mean, again, we're not we're not famous by any means, so we do yeah, this for the yeah. shits and giggles of it. Um, yeah. I'm super glad I ordered that play mat. By the way, everyone that I've been like, check yeah. out what I want, has been like. That's gonna be dope when it hits the table, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to put it on a table and play with it. Um, nice. but um, that was a hundred bucks.
0: Let me see what happens when you Google Big Fat Entertainment.
1: Um, <clears throat> but the most expensive card in my collection is. Um it's a special art platinum angel. I think it's called an invention. At least I'm pretty sure yeah. But that's a two hundred and thirty dollar card. But okay. I pulled that out of a pack. I spent twenty dollars on three packs of Aether Revolt on like a whim. One of my I met one of my buddies at the Natick Mall and I bought three packs of Aether Revolt. You know, whatever. Lottery ticket buys. And, uh, the, that was in the last pack. And when I opened it, it was an $80 card. Um, I play with more expensive cards than the most expensive card I've ever bought.
0: Okay. Um, because the most you had expensive... them before they got expensive.
1: All right. Yeah, no, that too. But I also have another story, um, I play uh, <clears throat> I play Edgar Markov as a commander. Now, again, anyone that knows MTG knows that that's... It's not a degenerate deck, but it's not a... It's it's a very kind of self-piloting I make a bunch of stuff and I try to kill you with it. And usually okay. whatever, usually it works. Yeah. Um, but they released a judge promo of that card that is What I would call literally is Draco... Or not Draco Malfoy. um, Lucius Malfoy. Standing on the... Oh, yeah. You told me
0: about that one. And
1: it's one of of the more pretty magic cards I've ever seen in my life. I would say top five. One of the prettiest cards I've ever seen. Yeah. But I traded... $150 worth of value for it. Oh. Um... And I don't know if like maybe I got away with one on somebody. But I the kid was like, I just want these four fetch lands and I'll take that and they were they again were a special alternative art of these fetch lands, but they weren't nearly worth the value of the card when I traded for it. I do believe that's sitting at like two and a quarter or two fifty right
0: now. Okay.
1: But it's a commander, so it doesn't get shuffled. It doesn't get roughed up. It's double-sleeved. It just sits in front of the deck box, in front of the deck, and then I put it on the table. You know what I mean? It's not something that gets shuffled yeah. or flipped around or anything like that.
0: So just in people, Commander, people, you have a Commander.
1: Yep. The command. it's a uh, 100 cards, mm-hmm. <clears throat> including your Commander. So you have a 99-card deck. That's all. You can only have... Uh, single copies of each card you play except lands, unless they're named lands like you can only have one steam vents one breeding pool, but you could have 15 islands if you want to or if you, you know what I mean Mm -hmm. (sighs) but yeah it's, it's the most popular magic format I think it is also probably the most fun I am rebuilding my Pioneer deck right now. I do want to try and get back into competitive Magic.
0: Yeah, I can tell you the last time I played Magic, I think we've talked about this, was like 8th grade. And I had bought like a starter set. Came with two, like, decks. And I never knew what the fuck I was doing. I know I had a lot of goblins. Just like a ton of goblins. I don't even know what whatever, whatever happened to those cards. In a box somewhere. Well, <clears throat>
1: goblins are worth goblins are worth money if you get the right ones.
0: Okay. They were all like goofy. They were doing funny stuff.
1: That's what goblins do. Yeah. They go. They do goofy things. Yeah. What I what we would call mono red shenanigans. Yeah.
0: When we used to play um, D&D at the Wiz, they, there were people who would like store their magic cards there. Yeah. Because like, we would play on Sundays, and there was a different day of the week when people would come in to play magic. But a bunch of kids just kept their cards there. I remember we were looking at them one time, and one of them was a Spanish-language dragon. And that uh-huh. that card, it was like a, this epic dragon, like breathing fire and flying over a city. And I'll never forget the, never forget the card. It was like a big red dragon. And it was in Spanish. Like I had seen Pokemon cards in Japanese and stuff, but I had never seen anything in Spanish.
1: Yeah, Magic is printed, I believe, in 19 languages.
0: It's just everywhere.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, um I have what people what has been dubbed the Renaissance Land Tax. Okay. It is a French Land Tax. It is a French card. Okay. And I love that card. I think it's great. Some people even go after certain languages because some languages some cards printed in a certain language are more valuable than others. Mm -hmm. Like I know there are some Korean cards That are Valuable Yeah But yeah I believe it's 19 languages Okay Well I can actually look that up
0: I bet it's not available in China. It is. Yeah? I figured
1: oh, yeah, that would be something definitely... the Chinese
0: government would be against. Japan, for certain, but I, didn't, I wouldn't have guessed China.
1: Magic the Gathering. Uh, one, two, three, four. nine,
0: nine, sorry, nine languages ah not nearly as impressive uh,
1: yeah I mean, I thought it was way more than that English, simplified Chinese, traditional Chinese, French German, Italian, Japanese, Korean Portuguese, Russian, and Spanish (laughs) so it's printed in two different kinds of Chinese
0: okay I'm yeah. about ten minutes I think they, from home
1: here. I think they just they just printed it in Portuguese for this.
0: Okay. Um, Portuguese. It's every English. time I hear the word Portuguese, that's all I can think of is Joey Joey talking about uh his character on Days of Our Lives. Uh Dr. Drake Ramore. ramore It's Portuguese.
1: No, um, but yeah, I have a problem with cardboard, I have to, I'm thinking about, um, starting to play a little bit more, uh, Tiny Tina's uh, Adventures in Wonderland, a little bit more of that, yeah, uh, I have not come close to finishing the game because there's random encounters and cool fun shit that you can do, so,
0: yeah. I just started recently a new playthrough of um, Outer Worlds, which is... Uh, huh. it's Isn't a, that like it's Earthworm Jim? Oh. No, no. Outer Worlds is um, the same team that created Fallout and made Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Basically the best Fallout game. They decided to go ahead and make a new game and it feels very much like it's got that kind of humor, that dark sort of humor of a fallout game. But it takes place on these colony planets. Where like mankind sent a bunch of people to colonize and and uh terraform these planets. But um just like a really robust RPG, basically. So I have just about maxed out my speech. And there is just about no encounter I can't get out of with talking. The only way nice. I have to fight is if talking is not an option. And Tell I love me that your character's
1: last name is Pennyworth.
0: Oh, no, his name is Bingo Jones. Okay. Felt fitting.
1: Bingo Jones.
0: But it's sort of like, it's... It, it's got, uh, it's got, like, some Firefly DNA in it, just as, like, outer space frontier world kind of thing. There are, like, clear, clearly defined, like, classes of people that do not intermingle. Mm. And you play as basically like a space pirate.
1: So you are indeed Malcolm Reynolds?
0: Yeah, basically. It's just a lot more comedy than Firefly. Okay. But everything is run by corporations. Everybody is is under the thumb of one corporation or another. It's a really great game. Uh, right after it came out, Microsoft bought Obsidian. So there's a sequel coming out, but it's Xbox exclusive. If you have Game Pass, Outer Worlds is probably on there. But it's a really good game. You got your own ship, it's called the Unreliable (laughs) Fantastic You, uh, throughout the game you are working You're working for this, like, mad professor Who's basically a a Farnsworth kind of guy
1: Okay Well, shoot, the more and more you tell me about it, the more and more
0: I want to play it. It's a really good game. It's been out for a while, so it's probably cheap as hell. There are two DLCs that I haven't touched yet. But I bought the season pass back when the first DLC came out. One of them's a murder mystery. And the other one is styled after like an old, an old like 30s movie, movie serial. Like a Flash Gordon kind of thing. Really good game.
1: Love Flash Gordon.
0: Yeah. Can't remember who. I think Taika Waititi might be trying to do a Flash Gordon. There was a reboot a while back on sci fi that did not do well.
1: Yeah, I knew about that.
0: And I think I, was just I think say, take didn't, a YTT Didn't they is try strategy. that already? Yeah. I'm really hoping Thor: Love and Thunder being so terrible, doesn't affect YTT being able to make a Star Wars movie because I was looking forward to that. Yeah. It's like that'd be something completely different.
1: I'm just, like, still waiting for Guardians 3.
0: Guardians 3, I believe, is middle of next year. Yeah. I think that Christmas special is supposed to be out for Christmas this year.
1: Yeah, I believe you're right.
0: Speaking of MCU holiday specials, did you watch Werewolf by Night? No. Do yourself a favor and watch Werewolf by Night. It is an MCU horror movie. It's based on the old, like, Marvel horror comics and Mm -hmm. also, like, classic Universal monster movies. It's in black and white. And it's just, like, over the top, like, overacted. It's a great time. It's, like, an hour long. It's really good. Werewolf by Night.
1: I'll give it a watch.
0: But uh, it it was popular enough that that Disney is planning to do more of these, like, Marvel one-shots. And a bunch of them are supposed to introduce the X-Men. So that by the time an X-Men movie actually comes, we've got them all. Like, we we don't have to waste time on origin story.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really excited to see what they do with the X-Men. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I bet they're going to introduce the new Wolverine in Deadpool 3. If the rumor is true and the story is about Deadpool and Wolverine trying to escape the Fox universe and break into the MCU, then introducing the new Wolverine, like, right at the end or in the post-credits, that would be the perfect
1: opportunity. I still think my, probably my favorite MCU moment. I should say, I mean, yeah. Um, is when, (laughs) when Deadpool's in the mansion, in the second Deadpool, and he's talking mad shit about them, and it cuts to a quick frame of them, and they're
0: all in in one room, and one of them closes the door, yeah. That was great. It just, it really breaks my heart that we'll never get to see Deadpool interact with with Steve Rogers. That would have been great. Yeah. How would Captain America deal with this guy?
1: Not well.
0: No. He is barely a hero.
1: Yeah. Like, Grassman at Straw's a hero.
0: Yeah. Oh, I might watch those Deadpool movies soon. I got them both on... Blu-ray. Like, if I, I like a to, movie enough, I will pay money to to own it.
1: <laughs> I try to watch them at least once a year.
0: I wonder if they ever, like, take that into account for their, like, success as far as money goes. Like, if people are actually buying physical copies, is that a big deal? Or are the hardcore fans actually doing that? Because I own... I have Iron Man. I have Iron Man on DVD. That's the only MCU movie I have on DVD. But I've got all the X-Men movies. I've got all the original Spider-Man movies. Nice. Yeah.
1: No, um, I just, whatever, I just watch them on Disney Plus.
0: Yeah. It's like the last few, I haven't seen, the last Marvel movie I saw in a theater was probably Avengers, like the first Avengers.
1: Was the first one you saw in theaters?
0: It was the last one I saw in theaters? Oh, so I didn't even
1: Iron Man. Me and my mom went to go see for Mother's Day. Yeah, like that's what that's what mom likes to do for Mother's Day. She likes to go to lunch at Chili's.
0: And, see movie. And, then we ca-
1: and then we catch an afternoon comic book movie or superhero movie or Star Wars or Transformers or a big franchise picture. Like, like uh, I I thank my mom so much for like introducing me to nerd culture as a whole. She was the one that bought me my first player's handbook. Oh yeah, my like,
0: dad
1: bought. Before me mine, I, yeah. Before I ever played d and D, I I got it maybe two or three years before I even played Dungeons & Dragons. Huh. And she got me the book, and she was like, oh, this was a game me and my friends used to play.
0: Mm. I, I can't picture your mom playing Dungeons & Dragons. I guess it makes sense. We,
1: we played, I, I don't know if she ever really played. Yeah. But we did, however, I did have her roll up a character sheet one time when we were on the Cape. Uh huh. And she did it willingly. She didn't fight me at all. Yeah. It was rainy. It was raining one day. We couldn't leave the house, and I was like, "So, so, do you want to see what D and D is like?"
0: <laughs> I think my dad told me my mom played D and D with them like one time. My yeah. My dad, he's been playing it as long as as long as D and D has been a thing. To play, I think he started with chainmail, like before there even was a D and D. Nice. All right, brother, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to let you go. Yep, I think. About to head up the stairs. I think we got a solid one out of this. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Long enough to call it a whole episode. Yeah.
1: Pad ourselves right Uh, back.
0: So uh, don't forget to follow us on facebook and instagram and tiktok and twitter and myspace.com
1: and myspace.com
0: and do not email us at keeping the fat at gmail.com unless it's about star wars or actually batman we're going to get started on batman sometime in the next few months i was going
1: to say talk, that's
0: uh talk to, us. talk to us about the batman
1: Oh yeah, talk to us about the Batman. Um I am going to preemptively watch a couple of them. Um Okay. You can get them they're on HBO, right?
0: They're all on HBO Max except for Batman the movie from 1966. There is okay, a, that's... uh there is some 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 intellectual property <sighs> disputes going on with that. It is available to rent on Amazon though.
1: Mm. Um, yeah. I are we going to go that far back, or are we going to start with the Batman?
0: Oh no, we're going we're going all the way, all the way back.
1: So so we're gonna we're gonna every the 60s. We're gonna watch all the nine 60s live action too.
0: films. Yeah, that's the that's the, that's Batman the movie from 1960. Okay. Got one. But we are every all nine live action films where Batman is the solo lead character. Okay. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. I'll see ya.